Thanks for tuning in to the Charles Novell School of Music podcast, The Best Day Yet. Here you'll find tips, insight, and information to help your music and your ministry succeed. Whether you're a singer, a musician, or a songwriter, we want to help you where you are, but we also want to help you get to where you want to go. We believe that our talents are God's gift to us, but what we do with those are our gift back to God. Yesterday's information is important, but what we can learn today will make this the best day yet. Hey there, Rob Novell here back for another episode of the CNS Podcast, The Best Day Yet. Thank you so much for taking time to tune in, to listen today. Man, I love doing these. Uh, This is literally an extension of the Charles Novell School of Music. Our focus is to help people. We just want to help people, encourage people, motivate people, uh, give tips, give insight, give instructions on how that you can be the best that you can be. We believe at CNS that an effective ministry is a polished ministry. We believe that we should give our best to God. And I came from a home. I was sharing with somebody the other day that, um, man, I am uh, the, the ultimate educator cut from the ultimate, ultimate educator. I mean, my dad was all about whatever we could do through the Charlottesville School of Music to help people. And and now, kind of in this season, um, we we have an events coordinator, Corey Isel, and she is vitally instrumental in what we do at CNS. This time of year, you all, she does not like me because uh, we keep adding to our schedule, to our curriculum. And and you know what? I'm not taking anything away. And I keep asking her literally when she's putting the schedule together to uh, fit a square peg in a round hole as I keep bringing things to the table that I just want to offer as much information as I can to the students that attend CNS. So I I hope if you're listening, I hope either you've attended a CNS or maybe you're going to be with us in three weeks for CNS 23, July 16th through the 22nd at Murray State University. And you know what, if if you've never been and maybe you're considering at some point attending either one of our summer sessions or a weekend seminar that we do, we're going to do several things in uh, the calendar year of 24 that uh, really, as soon as we wrap up CNS 23, we will start talking about next and future events that will be happening through CNS. But if you've not had the opportunity to be at a CNS, or if you have, it doesn't matter. These weekly podcasts are for everybody. They're put out here. So whether uh, you're part of our CNS family, not part of the CNS family, or thinking about becoming part of the CNS family, we're hoping this is reaching you and giving you good tips and insight. I'm excited on the backside of the school, we are going to have a lot of information from CNS 23 that will then translate to this side of what we do with the Best Day Yet podcast. So a lot of our segments, a lot of our seminars and classes and special events will be recorded intentionally. So we can share them on this platform as well as our online school. If you're not familiar and say maybe you can't attend CNS 23, we have an online course of study that uh, you can get 
pretty much the same information. You just miss out on the in-person experience, which, which is great within itself. But the online curriculum is, is real intensive and um, very educational. And there is so much that you can learn through that. So if you physically, physically can't be with us at CNS 23, this is still an option for you. You can find more information on our online courses of study at our website, which is www.cnsmusic.com. Again, that's www.cnsmusic.com. Check that out. See how we, we may be able to assist you there. It's a unique format. There's over 100 video courses. And when you sign up, you get 30-day access to complete all of those classes. So it's not something you have to sit down in a day or a couple days, a weekend or a week. You're going to get 30 days access. So you can build that around your work schedule. You can build that around your family schedule. You don't really have to take any time and set it aside. You can just find time each day for a month to complete all of that. So uh, we've got a topic today, but I do want to say three weeks. We are three weeks away from CNS 23, and I'm so excited about this year. We have mentioned, and for all practical purposes, we are capped out for this year. We, you know, this is normal this time of year. We have had recently a couple cancellations, so we we literally may have a couple open slots. So if you would, you know, if you are and you would like to attend, if you're considering, man, reach out to us. Again, that's at www.cns music.com. It's a week of vocal training. It's a week of instrumental training. It's a week of songwriting. It's a week of um, sound and technology. We have a worship program. We have theory classes. We have uh, beginning guitar classes. We have beginning piano classes. I'm really excited about our piano class this year. We are going to have access uh, we have both of the fine arts buildings on the campus of Murray State University for the entire week. We're the only camp that's there, and we have classes. They have what they call their old fine arts and the new fine arts. We have classes and classrooms spread across both buildings there. We have two auditoriums that we utilize Um we have a class called performance training, and that's where students get up and perform, and we critique them as a staff on their performance and give them tips with stage presence and different things from song selection to uh, delivering the song to interpretation, different different tools and tricks that we can give them to help them. We actually are going to have performance training going in both auditoriums. We do a session in the morning and a session in the afternoon. We are very at CNS, the Charlesonville School of Music. Someone asked me this past week to uh, kind of explain the Charlesonville School of Music, and I told them this. We are very performance ministry oriented at CNS. Uh, we want to help you with your ministry where you are, but we want to help it, it push you to where God needs you to be. And you're going to get vocal training. You're going to get instrumental again, sound and technology song. We have a lot of songwriters coming this year. I'm super excited. We have a great panel of songwriting instructors that are going to be speaking to our songwriters this year. It's just an amazing, amazing week. So two things. Again, if you've got any interest, let me hear from you quickly, quickly, quickly. The second thing, if you're listening to this and you're not going to be there, man, I would just ask you um, to pray for us and for that week that I do believe that it's going to be an extremely life-changing week 
for, uh, if not everybody, a majority, a good majority of the students that are there. The neat thing about the school is uh, I it's like Christmas. You know, I literally spend 12 months planning this school and then it's over in six and a half days. You know, we it's like wrapping those gifts. You get them all looking nice and pretty. You stick them under the tree. And then what happens? 20 minutes and it's all over. And it's all you got left is the cleanup. So pray for us. Pray that it would be a good week and that um, lives would be touched and ministries would be encouraged and advanced for the kingdom. Okay, today uh, we've, we've had a couple episodes on this and looking through... Um, kind of my my music room and, and my library, so to say, uh, I ran across something this past week that um, it was a handwritten note for, that my dad had written. And here's what it said. It said, do it again, play it again, sing it again, read it again, write it again, run it again, rehearse it again, try it again. And then in quotes, he wrote, again is practice. So we're going to talk practice again today. Practice is going over and over and over. I grew up hearing my dad constantly practice. He believed this way. The scripture that says pray without ceasing, man, his was practice without ceasing. He believed in being in a mindset of practice uh, all day long, whether he was at an instrument or in a setting where maybe he could vocalize or, or work on that end of things. If he was working, he was even at times mentally practicing and going over some things. So I want to talk, we've, we've done this before, but man, there's so many things that we can talk about on this subject of practice. So I've got a lot of points I want to go through today. The first one is find your happy place. When it comes to practice, I think what's really, really important, music is, is best practiced in a place where you can be, you know, with your thoughts, whether you like creating a space where it's quiet, you like to be somewhere off to yourself where you won't be disturbed or maybe somewhere with a bit uh, more of lively energy, try and figure out what works best for you and stay consistent with that. I call that my happy place. Uh, my studio in my home is in my basement. I remember a couple years ago, I, I had had some clients in. We were working in the studio. <clears throat> they left, and I, I went upstairs and <clears throat> was spending the rest of the evening with Jen. And, I, I, you know, I just I felt like I needed to tell her. I said, um, hey, Jen, thank you so much for allowing me to build a space in our home where I can, I can bring strangers in, <laughs> make all kinds of sounds come from up out of our basement. And here was her response. She's like, it's all good. You stay on that level. You leave the other two levels of the house to me. You do whatever you want down there. And uh, so I, I'm like, oh, thanks. But wait a minute. Hang on. <laughs> the other two are yours. I, she has kicked me to the basement, you all. But coming down the steps into my studio... I have a sign and I found this sign. I'd heard my dad talk on this and uh, I don't know, about five years ago, we were out somewhere, maybe on vacation or something. I'm not sure. But I saw this uh, kind of metal sign and I purchased it and it says, this is my happy place. And it's on the wall heading down into my studio. And I, I see that every day and it helps me when I get into that environment, realize that I'm in a safe place. 
I'm at a, I'm in my happy place. So whatever works best for you, find that spot and then stay consistent with that. Number two, prepare to practice. Uh, if you're dedicating a place, if a happy if you're going to build your happy place, a place for you to practice your music, make sure that um, it's fitted with everything you could possibly want or need to have to have a productive practice session. Whatever it may be, um, you know, I, I tend to late at night come into the studio um, with a cup of coffee. Uh, it doesn't keep me awake. So don't send me your emails telling me it's, that's too late at night to drink coffee uh, or water or, or you know, uh, a soda or something, a pop, as we called them growing up in Cincinnati. Go Bearcats. Go Reds. How about them Reds right now? Uh, they dropped two to the Braves, but man, crazy. 12 game winning streak. Wow. Just crazy. So anyway, um, I will uh, bring what I need. So I'm not having to stop in the middle of my practice session and go get something. I'm the type of person that if I come downstairs and I start practices for maybe 30 minutes and then I get thirsty, man, if I go upstairs to the kitchen to get something to drink, there is so many distractions between my studio, that glass of water and back to my studio that it may divert me and pull me away from my practice. So prepare your practice place. I think it would be good to, you know, don't get into practice and get it as songwriters. Don't get into your practice session and, you know, start um, thinking of something and get an idea. And then all of a sudden realize you don't have pen and paper to write that down. If you're old school, I'm old school still. I, I do use technology. Um, you know, I may have, uh, well, I do have a computer in my studio. And a lot of times I will type things and notes into there, but don't get into your practice session. Start writing a song and realize you don't have pen and paper or you left the computer in another part of your house. Again, by the time you get up, go get the computer and come back. You're, you could very well get pulled away and distracted. So have a, have a, a happy place. Um, and then prepare that happy place. Put everything in there that you need during your practice session. Uh, number three, be smart before you start. What does that mean? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Imagine um, trying to do heavy workouts when you haven't warmed up your muscles. Think about it like an athlete. Uh, what, do, what do we see them doing? Uh, Trey, my son and I, we like to go uh, to sporting events. We, 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 we like the Hawks, but we kind of go to NBA games here in Atlanta, not necessarily to see the Hawks, but we'll buy tickets based around uh, maybe our favorite team coming in or players that we really want to say we've got to see play in, in person. So we will go to um, Atlanta Hawks games. We go to Falcon games. Um, uh, Hude, we're Bengal fans, and we've been able, over the years that we've lived here in Georgia, we've been able to go see our team here in town. Um, the Bearcats were in the Peach Bowl a couple years ago, and I bought tickets. Trey and I went to the Peach Bowl. We like to get to the games early, and, and what we like to see is all the pregame activities. And what are we seeing? We're seeing those, those players, those athletes, warming up before they actually get into the game. So being smart before you start means um, getting loosened up, getting warmed up, getting yourself into a state of mind, into a physical place 
that you can get the ultimate time out of your practice session. Number four, set the bar high. This one's easy for me. I come from a, a home steeped in uh, musical training, but steeped in ministry as well. And with my dad, I've said this over and over, we never got to the bar. If we got close, he would grab it and pop it up a notch. So we, we, we've never got to the bar. Uh, my dad was one that firmly believed you'll never know everything that you need to know. There's always something new that you can learn on a given day. So uh, the bar was set high for me growing up. And, you know, um, they say the, the apple doesn't fall uh, <laughs> too far from the tree. Um, well, I think I fell close to the tree, but I fell hard. <laughs> I bruised my head and it's kind of messed me up through life, but that's okay. Um, God knows he sees, he cares, he, he helps me. But setting the bar high hasn't been hard for me. You know, like all things in life, it's, it's good to have an end goal. Have dreams, have goals, have stuff that you're chasing, have an ingot, have things that you you are striving to get to. Uh, music is about create being creative and letting your mind and soul take control, right, from your very core. Um, you know, have an end game, but also leave room for spontaneity and creativity. So I know that when I go into a practice session, I might have a plan, have a focus, have things I'm working on. But I was teaching a student earlier tonight, and we were working on on um, chord substitution, and we played something. And, I, and I'm look. I said, "Look, right here in this root position triad. If you simply move your thumb down a third, man, you have all of a sudden created <laughs> the relative dominant seven minor." chord and just little things that spontaneity creativity little things can come out um, of left field so to say so set a bar have an end game have something that you're striving but don't overlook those moments of spontaneity and creativity all right the next one number five practice smarter not harder we've talked about this before you know what i think is really really important is don't overwork. Don't overmake your practice session. Uh, don't make it work. Uh, it, it's your happy place. Again, you got everything you need there to make it an enjoyable session. So what, what I have noticed uh, from times from being a procrastinator in seasons and putting things off, I've got to a situation where my practice session is a cram session. And it's like back in high school, when, um, you know, the test was the next day and I put it off and put it off and I had to work really, really hard studying the night before the test to cram everything in. If you approach your practice that way, I remember a regional session that we were doing once and we were talking on this subject of practice and one of the attendees told us they only practice right before they get ready to do a, a, a concert or a performance. And um, Jeff Stice was there. He asked a follow-up question and he said, okay, so how many concerts or performances are you doing a year? I don't know. Three or four was the answer. So you practice three or four times a year. Not enough. That's not going to cut it. That's not going to do it. But just like waiting to the last second to study for that test, if you wait to the last second to try to cram all of your practice in, man, that's working harder and not smarter. Smarter is developing a daily practice routine that, you know what, if you keep after it, it's going to become 
consistently will become a lifestyle. It's going to become something you don't even think about. You just find yourself doing. Number six, you practice like you prepare. Uh, you know, while music comes from the heart and the soul, it's your brain, you all, that controls your hands and functions to make the music. So you need to make that mind-soul connection. You can do this by visualizing yourself playing your instrument even when you're not playing. This can help you stay focused, motivated, and make even inspire you for a piece. So all that that I just went over and read there, what I simply am saying here is we don't always have to be, like I mentioned with my dad earlier, in that practice session to be in a mindset of practice. There are times when I'm commuting I'm thinking and going over certain things that um, I'm mentally preparing myself. So when I get to a place where I can sit down and go through it, you know what? I can practice like I've prepared. It's just a little bit of a setup. Number seven, work on your weaknesses. At CNS, we like to build on strengths and develop weaknesses. You know, think, think about your everyday life. If you are uh, facing something, you say, say you, you, you're, 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 you face a challenging situation in your life, be it um, um, health or finances, relationship. You know, do you just quit and give up? No. You find what needs to be worked on and you develop that area. You build off of those weaknesses. Man, the same thing we apply, listen, literally to our music. Find what you're good at, build on that, but find what you need to develop and take the time to specifically during your practice session work on some of those areas. If reading music is a challenge for you, set time aside in your practice session to work reading. If rhythm is your problem, if you are rhythmically impaired, <laughs> take time during your practice session to work on rhythm. If it's your left hand as a piano player, uh, right hand you feel good and strong about, Take extra time to work on your left hand. Work on your weaknesses. Number eight, you don't have to, you get to. This is one of my favorite. You know, I tell people all the time, um, I wish I had more time to practice. I definitely tell my students, my young ones, I, I ask them, um, I love to, when they come in, uh, just to kind of set the tone, I, I greet them, I ask them how they are, how their week went, any fun, exciting thing happened this week? Man, I've heard a lot of cool responses, funny <laughs> funny responses to that question. But then I ask them how the music went. And, um, you know, some of them are honest with me up front and say, well, I didn't practice much. You know, I don't have to ask them and I don't ask them. I ask them how the music's going. I don't ask them if they practice. They can start playing and I can answer that question for them. But I tell them all the time, man, I would trade places with you in a heartbeat. You have a lot more free time on your hands than I do as an adult. A guy working multiple jobs, married, running a family, um, running a studio. I mean, like I said, I've got a lot on the plate and I still will try to find time to carve out to practice. But Teaching, I, 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 I don't love that they're not there, but if a student doesn't show up, I love to take advantage of that 30-minute slot. And I practice. I practice. I could sit there and play on my phone for 30 minutes, but I choose to practice. 
my mindset is this, and I tell my students and I try to help encourage them here. When you sit down to practice, don't look at it as I have to do this. Man, in my case, when I sit down and I get to sit down to practice, my attitude is, man, I'm excited. I get to sit down for whatever length of time that I have. I get to sit down and practice. So it's not you have to. It's a mindset. It needs to be I get to. Number nine, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's easy to fall into the trap of trying to go straight into a song and trying to nail it the first time. A a good piece of advice here is slow it down. You have time. I told a student uh, last week, you know, you're growing up in a different generation than your old Mr. Rob teacher did. For us, um, it was the slow path. This generation, man, it's microwave. They are they are used to having everything come quickly. It's on will. It's right there for them. You know, I grew up where we didn't have that. If if I if I needed to study for a test and I needed to, you know, where did I go? I had had to go to the library. And before I could even get to the library, I would have to organize and arrange a ride to get myself to the library. Man, these students these days literally can pick their phone up, type the subject in, and get information right there in front of them instantly. So I'm seeing this trickle down into their music. They're not taking the time to say, uh, my piano student, to take the time to work a piece of music hand separately. Spend time on the right hand. Spend time on the left hand. Go back to the right hand, back to the left hand before you put it together. But that's the marathon. They tried to sprint their way to the end game by jumping in and trying to play it hands together. They want to play that song and they think if they just jump in, they can do it instantly. It doesn't work that way. It's better if you take your time and slow down, pump the brakes. Don't feel like you got to be at such a rush. Um, number 10, we'll, you know what? We'll wrap up here for, for today. Technology can be your friend. When trying to inspire yourself to get into your practice, it can be easy to make excuses like, you know what, my, my metronome needs a new battery, and um, then you put it off to go watch TV. Metronomes are, are great practice tools and essentials. I still have, I've got the old triangular wooden cased metronome that you wind it up and it clicks back and forth and keeps time. But man, I have a whole folder on my phone dedicated it's the folders title is is music tools and it's full of um things that can assist me with my practice from metronomes to um in the teaching uh, there are sites that i subscribe to that i can pull music from and pull it up put it in front of the student in the lesson and email it. it's home waiting on them before they get there so you know, there's a lot that I tap into with technology. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to look and see what may allow you, you know, what we say back on uh, number six, uh, number five, to work smarter, not harder. I, this folder on my phone full of apps, they help me do just that. They allow me to work smarter and not harder. There are tools there that can assist me. Some of these apps that I have, actually have practice tips, different drills that you can do, sight reading exercises, 
ear training. Uh, you can, one of the apps I have will play intervals and you can identify them. All helps with building your ear and developing your ear. So again, just some more practice tips and some thoughts and advice and suggestions on practice. Practice is vitally important in what we do. I say it this way. Um, you will get out of your music what you put into your music. If you're not spending time with your music, music is jealous. It wants your attention. It wants to spend as much time as possible with you. So develop a practice routine. Before you do that, find your happy place. Find a good place that you can dedicate. If you've got space in your home to create a, a music room, a studio, a practice area, do that. Put your practice consistently in that same place. Prepare that spot. Put everything you need in there. Everything now from uh, water to, to technology. Have some of these apps. And, you know, we didn't talk a lot on that. We, we may do an episode sometime on that. But type music into, if, if you've got an iPhone, type music in the App Store or music productivity. Uh, that's been a good search for me. And look what pops up. Take some time one night to search and look through those apps. There's a lot of free things out there. There are things that you can purchase. I will study an app. If it looks like it's worth the value of purchasing it, then I'll buy that. So take the time to look into that and see how your practice can perfect your music. And when you do that, you'll find out that that will become <laughs> your best day yet. Y'all be blessed. Thanks for listening to the Charles Novell School of Music podcast, The Best Day Yet. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the name The Charles Novell School of Music. And for more information on CNS and our upcoming events, like our online school, our weekend regional sessions, our creative coaching, and our pastor's retreat, you can visit us at our website at www cnsmusic.com As you've listened to this episode, we hope that you've gained some information that you can apply to your music and to your ministry to make today the best day yet.